Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listen, I'm always getting DMs about, you know, new artists who are trying to figure out like how they could get on, how they could make money and all that marketing, all that stuff. And I, yo, I got my guy who is a legend in the game. If you don't know, now you're going to know. My name is Mickey Fax. I'm from the Bronx, New York. Check it. The paper chaser, the money saver, the TD Ameritrader, the Robin Hood hater, the home bidder, the 25% grown tipper, the Grant Cardone listener, the loan flipper. The process to getting a record deal at that time was interesting. Um, as an artist, that was that was the that was the finish line. Yeah. But in reality, that's just you're you're just now starting. When you hear someone on the radio, it's not just because of the talent that they have. There's money that goes into this artist that you hear on the radio on a consistent basis. You have to always just go hard in whatever it is that you do. I know so many entrepreneurs and so many people who took that leap of faith, but they were dead serious about what they wanted to do. They knew that they can't slack every day, every minute, every DM, every message, every comment means something. It, it is a potential business transaction. You have to treat it as such. Pay attention and listen, we about to teach class. Inside the phone, my man asks cash. So get your man right. Thursday nights, 8 p.m. You see him, you change your life. Millionaire mindset, the best on earth. Blueprint to wealth, and knowledge network. So get it while you can, and he's standing right here. Just come inside the phone and see black millionaires. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come inside the phone and see black millionaires. Oh, yeah. Alright, so welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Listen, I'm always getting DMs about, you know, new artists who are trying to figure out like how they could get on, how they could make money and all that marketing, all that stuff. And I, yo, I got my guy who is a legend in the game. If you don't know, now you're going to know who's been in the game for a very long time. And he is a true testament to like, yo, you don't even have to have a million followers. You don't have to do none of that in order to be able to monetize your gift, monetize your crap. Matter of fact, yo, Mick, hey, just talk to them real quick. Listen, man, it's Mickey Fax, and before we even get into any of that stuff about getting to the bag and getting the money, you know, you, you the homie, I've known you for a very long time. Yes, I couldn't come here without giving you some, some bars, you know what I'm saying? So gold I'm, bars. So, some gold bars, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to lace it up quick. What up, Biz? Let's, let's, let's get right into this, man. Look. Base your eyes on the guy that has no worries about the lies. 
focused on the prize. Doubting me, get out my way. Haters get left in the wild way to do a die way. Check it, the paper chaser, the money saver, the TD Ameritrader, the Robin Hood hater, the home bidder, the 25% grown tipper, the grant card don't listener, the loan flipper, the contract getter, the check collector, the debt oppressor, the terror user who worked as Tesla, the stock watcher, the options copper, the block shopper, the future yacht docker, the car lot plotter, the business owner, the deal closer, the long term holder, the mortgage broker, the published author, consultant caller, the clubhouse talker, the black supporter, the finance martyr, the song seller, the bitcoin investor, the ledger checker, the credit union lender, the wall street trapper, the black small business backer, the five year planner, the crypto tracker, the debit master, the brand ambassador, kitty credit manager, country traveler, the brand resume handler, the black creditor. The last will and testament editor, the brash embezzler, the cash messenger, the script writer, the individual 401k insider, the put striker, the bread earner, the rap Ted Turner, the black dollar networker. I'm studying the best mergers, the ownership advocate, experienced panelist, the market analyst, million dollar catalyst, the fundraiser, the crowdfunder, the only one patient when the Dow's under, the proud hustler, the ad sponsorer, the multi-class conqueror, the master class marketer, the bag philosopher, the mass conjurer, a future planning, the super branded exclusive handling, the publishing recouping champion, the vacation taker, the great debater, the wage payer, with pay waivers, the playmaker, the thankful banker, trader, insane anchor, the stage curator, the paint creator, the art buyer, the stock market chart climber, the smart rhymer, the Damon Jones shark hire. Wait a minute, the earn your leisure, who don't get greedier, but serves the media, with purpose speedier, then Expedia, the one-way ticket purchaser, the index mutual fund nurturer, the opposite of forfeiture, the avid reader, the master thinker, the liability avoider, the asset teacher, the hedge funder, the headhunter, the blueprinter, the talk you off the ledge jumper, the tech hustler, the tax shifter, the IPOer, the Warren Buffett molder, the Vanguard controller, the equity financer. I don't need to practice getting money, I'm the answer. The AI stanza, the finance advisor, the 007 bond buyer, the life insurer, the boss writer, the you could spot fraud detection, ascension. I'm all about the capital, insurrection, the digit angel, the million dollar symbol angel, the 18 wheeler copper. Welcome to the dinner table. Hey, my God. What's my good? God. What's good? What's up? What's up? That's how you enter a show. Uh, yeah, that, that's how you enter the show. That's how you start a show. That's how you, listen, that's how you let people know you got bars and you serious and you making this happen, brother. Um, Man, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for this. I appreciate you and, and, and definitely uh, allowing us to, you know, let our people know who they about to talk to. You yes. know what I'm saying? Because yes, yes. uh, everybody said they got flows. Everybody said they got bars. Um, and I think this is important because um, there's a lot of people, you know, out there who, uh, you know, everybody want to want to be an artist. Everybody want to, you know, want to rap. Right. Um, and, you know, so, you know, some people do it because they, they chasing the paper. Uh, some people do it because they really love the craft. You know, I mean, I know you um, really love the craft right. um, and you were really able to get to a space where you've. Uh, been able to monetize for a very long time, over a decade in the game, yes. and you've been able to monetize it. Um, for those who don't know, uh, kind of run your resume a little bit, kind of let people know, like, like who, who is Miss Mickey Fax? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for that intro, Ash. Yes, My name is Mickey Fax. I'm from the Bronx, New York. You know, um, 
my resume, I've had three record deals, one with Jive, one with RCA, one with Universal, uh, Grammy nominated for some, some ghostwriting stuff that I done did, um, BT Cyphers, MTV Video Jams of the Week, you know, millions of views on YouTube. Uh, worked with everybody that you could potentially think of, from Drake to uh, Kid Cudi and, and Lil Wayne, Kanye West. Um, also uh, covered Double XL. I'm a freshman alumni. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I could just run my accolades down forever and ever and ever. But just know that I'm an accomplished man who's still trying to, you know, reach the top. Hey, what's up, y'all? Are you a coach, consultant, service provider, course creator, or expert that wants more clients to happily pay you 3K to 10K for your programs and services? If you answered yes, I have a special gift for you. It's from my guy, Markwell Russell, and it's called the Paid Ad Playbook, which shows you how to actually get 50 to 100 leads every single day that actually convert into clients. Marquell, he's used the same process to help clients create over $250 million in revenue. And this is more than a quarter of a billion dollars. You heard me right. Some of the top influencers, coaches, and consultants in the world have used Marquell strategies to build multi-million dollar businesses, and they still use them on a daily basis. And the cool thing is that this works for you even if nobody knows who you are. So to get free access, go to InsideTheVaultGift.com or text VAULT to 904-447-5274. Again, that's InsideTheVaultGift.com or text V-A-U-L-T to 904-447-5274. My God's going to take care of you. Let them know that Ashcast sent you. Yep. Yep. Now I appreciate that. And, and I think that, uh, one of the things that, that I appreciate the most, uh, is, you know, number one, your ability to, um, not only, um, you know, be a lyricist, right? Because, because I mean, I mean, for me, uh, as a nineties baby, right? Like I, like I, I, I appreciate lyrics, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? So I appreciate, uh, lyrics and bars, uh, but then not only just that, but also, you know, the fact that you've been able to monetize because, um, you know, if you if you love something, um, but you're not making money from it now, that becomes a hobby. Right. Like right. you really, you know, you got you could be passionate about it. But, you know, can you mix the passion with your paycheck? Um, and so talk to us a little bit first about uh, the craft. Right. Like at what point? Did you, you know, like, like, how did you become a lyricist? Is it something that you just woke up? You know, what I mean, you heard some, some Big Daddy Kane and was like, "Yo, I want to rap now." Like, give, give me, give me, give me that story. It's exactly what you just said. Facts. I heard Big Daddy Kane yeah, 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 and yeah. I wanted to rap. Absolutely. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you know, Ash, he does his homework. For me, you know, hearing Kane, I'm a Bronx MC, but he's from Brooklyn. Hearing him, I was like, I want to be like him. He was cool. He 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 got the women and he was nice lyrically. So I've been honing my skills ever since I first heard him back in like eight nine. I was only like maybe nine years old, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, this guy's incredible. I want to be like him. So obviously I put over 10,000 hours in, you know what I'm saying? I put a lot, a lot, a lot of hours in to be able to be where I am currently. And that's why I'm able to just kind of, you know, do this stuff effortlessly when it's like, yo, it's time for you to rap. It's like, all right, let's, let's just get it going so you guys can understand what it is that I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that. And then like now, you know, uh, all the 10,000 hours uh, had culminated, you know, how, how did it feel or, or when was the first time that you felt like, yo, 
I made it. Like, yo, I'm, yo, people are recognizing, like, yo, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm at this particular level. I think it was, I think it was the call for the double XL freshman cover. You yeah. know, at that time, you know, they only had did one before us. That was the one with Lupe on it. Yeah. And, you know, when I got that call, I was floored because, yeah. you know, I didn't think that people was going to put me on that cover. But when I made that cover, it was like, whoa. And mm -hmm. then after that, I had did that Honda commercial. Yep. And, then, and who, who was on that class? Was uh, it was me, Wale, Charles Hamilton, Kid Cudi, Asher Roth, B.O.B., Corey Guns, Currency, Ace Hood, and Blue. Okay. Right. So, so I, I want you all to say that. You know what I mean? I, I want people to understand that what, what was that caliber. freshman class, right? The caliber, right? It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I mean, no disrespect to no, no classes. None, none. No disrespect, but respectfully, it's those different. are some you know what I'm saying? It was different. It was different. Let me, I'll leave it at that. And then you said, and then after that, there was the Honda commercial. Talk, yeah. talk about that. So the Honda commercial was an interesting situation where this was my first time going to LA and getting, you know, a big check and a big opportunity to yeah. be in front of a lot of people. So it was more of not just a financial boost for me in that sense, but it was also a great marketing ploy for someone to have landed such a big gig yeah. without having a record deal. Mm. So a lot of people was looking at me like, how is Mickey Fax doing this without a publicist, yeah. without a label, yeah. without any big financial backing? He's just able to align himself with so many different brands. This is early on in the game yeah. where commercialization wasn't at the forefront of hip hop. Yeah. If if you were ever in a commercial in any type of facet of life, of life in that area, you were looked at as a sellout. Mm. And they didn't, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, I felt like our culture wasn't, a, they felt like it was appropriation for some reason, yeah, 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 yeah. but they didn't understand that we were trying to move forward in a space where we could be financially set, you yeah. know? So that was one of the first instances where I was able to align myself with a huge Fortune 500 company. Yeah. I got a free company car. Mm -hmm. I was getting, I got paid for my music in the commercial. Mm -hmm. I got paid to be in the commercial. Mm -hmm. And then I was getting residual checks on music mm -hmm. and acting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. And and, and so we twice. already dropped the ball, right? Look, twice. Look, look. Buy my CD twice. See me in the streets and be like, yo, he nice, right? And so he like like literally, um, you know, the balls are going right. Like you understanding that you know certain deals could set you up yes. to be able to monetize your gift, right? And so a lot of the artists uh, who are you know, talking like, hey, I want to monetize my gift. That's just one way that you were able to monetize it. And then, you know, what was the next big deal after after that? The next big deal after that, I had did an exclusive uh, deal with EA Sports, yeah. uh, the video game company. So I was able to get a lot of video game placements. Um, they were buying songs. You know, at the end of the day, like music at the time was starting to shift into the streaming uh, era. Yeah. So the the, the companies that had the big budgets within the entertainment space mm -hmm. was the video game publishers mm -hmm. and movies and commercials, TV and film. Mm -hmm. So I decided to align myself with a huge company like EA Sports mm -hmm. and give them music on a consistent and constant basis. Mm -hmm. So that was always very, very big revenue. You know, they purchased a song from me and B.O.B. Uh, called Mine Got Blown. It was on NBA Live 2010. Mm -hmm. It was the main song in it. They paid us $30,000 just for one song. Mm -hmm. And me and him, we did that song in an hour. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. So for me, I felt like this was a way to kind of infiltrate into getting, and, and on top of that, you get the marketing of hearing your song right, right. 
in a, in a, um, in a video game. Right. So when people hit, play the video game, we play 2K all the time, yeah. but now you get a chance to hear it every time and it's like, whoa, who is this artist? Yeah. So you're, you're expanding your brand to mm -hmm. other people yeah. while getting paid. That's right. the way to do it. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When it's time to get monetized. Yeah, and that's the ultimate, right? Because not only... Do you get a check from it? But then, like you said, the, the 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 repeated plays over and over is now exposing your gift, and then now that opens you up for other opportunities. And the fact of the matter too is when you think about like the Honda deal is also signaling to other corporations that oh, this guy we you know we could use this guy, we could you know connect and partner with this guy, you know, to help monetize what we're doing and show you know light to it. Um, and then, and then, you know, talk, talk about that record deal, right? Because I, I feel like, um, you know, I mean, we're, we're totally in a different space today, yeah. right? Uh, but I also feel like even today that we're in a different space, even where we have, you know, people who have been, 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 been signed or, you know, time after time, we watch people who, uh, don't have a record deal, uh, are able to, uh, you know, build this big following on YouTube and that's what attracts the, the record companies to them. But still, I hear new artists always talking about, yo, I want a record deal, I want a record deal, I want a record deal. So talk about that process of getting a record deal um, and then also, um, you know, was it beneficial having a, a record deal or, you know, was independent the, the, the right way? You know, talk, talk to us a little about that. Okay, so the process to getting a record deal at that time was interesting. Um, as an artist, that was... That was the that was the finish line. Yeah, you know, coming up, you wanted to get that deal. You wanted to sign your name on a piece of paper, mm -hmm. and it felt like you made it. Yeah. But in reality, that's just you're you're just now starting. Mm. So everything before getting the deal was basically me, you know, what I'm saying jogging yeah. and, and preparation to to start the marathon. Yeah. Um, being that me and my team at the time, we were extremely into wanting to be independent mm -hmm. and own. We, we were very keen on branding. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make sure that we were branded. Shout out to GFC New York. We wanted to, to brand who I was. Mm -hmm. So when it came time to do the record deal, this was around the 360s. The 360s had just started. Mm -hmm. And what a 360 deal was, they take a piece of your merchandise, they take a, take a piece of your uh, publishing, they take a piece of any uh, deals that come in. So before touring, we got- Touring, they take touring. touring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went into this situation not being able to fall victim to the 360 mm. because I came into the game with a Honda commercial. I came into the game with an EA Sports deal. I came into the game with a Puma deal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't take any of that. I was already someone who was selling merchandise at a high level. Mm -hmm. I was already I already had a fan base, mm -hmm. so they couldn't come to me with the 360 deal. Mm -hmm. So being so that so getting that deal was just me being very active, always working 24-7 on my social media, social media networks in 2008. Mm -hmm. There was no Instagram. Mm -hmm. It was only MySpace. It was only Facebook. And it was only Twitter. Mm -hmm. So I utilized those three platforms along with the music blogs to be able to uh, uh, ascend to the place where I'm at. Mm -hmm. 
once we got the deal, it was very beneficial yeah. because there are huge marketing dollars mm -hmm. that go into an artist to put him into the limelight. When you hear someone on the radio, it's not just because of the talent that they have. Yeah. There's money that goes into this artist that you hear on the radio on a consistent basis. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, now that we're in a different era where streaming and uh, TikTok and YouTube can offset you being as popular as I was back in that day. So you don't, you can be in your own bubble slash ecosystem mm -hmm. where you don't need to get to a label. Yeah. Um, but it was beneficial at that time in 2010, 11 and 12 for me to be on a label and be in front of different eyes. They put me on 106 in Park twice. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I worked with Marsha Ambrosia. She was uh, on my second single for the culture. Mm -hmm. You know, these things I probably wouldn't have been able to do without the help of the label and going to different radio stations, doing radio promo tours from New York City to LA down to Miami. Miami, being able to interact with different DJs. This was essential for me then, but I feel like the game has changed now mm -hmm. where you can still work from your home. You can record in your closet, come out and then DM someone. If your music is hot, don't just randomly DM right a random person. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you're hot, you can kind of just stay in your own little bubble and, and, and be successful in what it is that you do. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. And then, and then now, um, you know, if, if, if we fast forward a little bit, 2021, um, if you were presented with a record deal, would you do a record deal or wouldn't you? Probably not. Yeah. Um, you know, the past two years, I've probably made more money uh, being independent than mm. I did having a record deal. Wow. And, you know, I signed a pretty big deal in 2010, mm -hmm. but, and I had a Honda commercial. The second one had came out, but I feel like me working on my craft and, and building my own ecosystem of uh, supporters mm -hmm. and being able to use them as a support system for anything that I may need or may need to give them art is better than relying on someone because the record label is just a big bank, right. you know, and they just have the other skills to add to the marketing of the banking that they do. Mm -hmm. But um, now I'm able to finance my own things. Mm -hmm. I'm able to, um, you know, move around in spaces without having to worry about something getting cleared yeah. or, 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 or a rollout plan. If I, if I feel froggy and want to put out a record at any given time, I can do that on my own yeah. without the, the bureaucracies of what a label entails. Hey, how you guys doing? Hold on, hold on, don't press that button because that's what I do every time I'm looking at an ad that I don't want to see. This ad just happened to be life-changing. I just happen to own one of the biggest home healthcare companies in the state of Georgia. I can help you create your own. Just to give you a little bit of insight, I send out registered nurses, LPNs, and CNAs to take care of people inside of the homes that cannot take care of themselves. But guess what? You don't have to have any medical background and you don't have to have any medical knowledge. So if you're wanting to change your life and you have a passion for actually taking care of people, then go ahead and sign up for Home Healthcare Blueprint. I'll see you guys later. No, I love that. And then, talk, so so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this for the record, right? So everybody know, if you know me, uh, Hove is, is my number one artist of all times, right? right. Um, on the low though, and, 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 it's, and it's, it's sad that I gotta say on the low, I put Lupe up there with him though, right? right? Um, and it's, it's, it's unfortunate that politics and all this other stuff has kind of pushed him out of the shadows in a way right. where, um, you know, him being as big as an artist as he was on a mainstream level. Like I literally have a, a playlist with hundreds of Lupe songs that I play over and over again. Um, and so he's a big deal to me, right? 
Um, and to be able to um, be on tour, like tour, like so you 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 you've been on tour with Lupe. Yeah. Um, what was that call like? What? How did that happen? And and how does that make you feel to have like one of the greats to kind of like not even just cosign because cosign is like I and I'm out. But it's like, nah, we, like, get in the car. Like, we not co-signing. We, we actually riding together. Like, how does that feel? Well, um, that's, you just have to, I, I believe in manifestation. Yeah. And, um, again, me and my company, GFC New York, we were doing a, a sneaker magazine at the time. It was called Lace Magazine. And Lupe at the time, I'm going to give you all the full story. Lupe at the time was putting out The Cool. And he had a fader listening party, and I went to the fader listening party, and I had to do an interview for him um, with my magazine company. After the interview, I said, "Yo, I'm a, I'm an artist, and one day we're gonna work together." And I know, I know, a lot of times artists do that all the time, but you have to put that energy into the atmosphere. Two years later, we were in Japan together. Wow. And I wasn't even buzzing when I told him this, but two years later, the first time we ever did anything together, we were in Japan. Wow. You know, and that was our first time interacting and, and just kind of getting cool. Um, then the control verse dropped from Kendrick mm -hmm. and me and him kind of, you know, did our, we spoke our piece to, to Kendrick and we kind of aligned in that space. Mm -hmm. And then he was going on tour and I just asked him, I said, yo, man, I would love to go on this, this tour with you. It was 45 cities. Yeah. He said, yeah, nigga, come on, mm. come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. So after I bodied the tour, he hit me afterwards and was like, yo, anytime I go on the road, if you want to come, just mm -hmm. let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter where I'm going. If, if you could get there, mm -hmm. pop out. Yeah. So, you know, if I, he just had a show in Alaska two days ago. If I went to Alaska, I would have been on stage. Mm, wow. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, and and yeah. I, it, everything is based around uh, relationships. Yeah. And when, when he said yes, that I could go on tour with him, you know, I had, I had been on tours before, but this, was a, this, was a, this is a platinum selling artist. Yeah. Who has who sells out every show that yeah. he does? Yeah. Yeah. At least two thousand people in every city, yeah. and it's 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 uh, it's humbling. Yeah. I'm honored yeah. to be able to open up for somebody like that and call him my brother. Like that's my literal brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I love him to death, yeah. and I'm and I'm I'm grateful for that opportunity. Yeah, no, I love it. And 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 you said something that uh, was vital just now, right? Because you know, even as I preferenced Lupe. Um, you know, he's, he hasn't been in the mainstream for a very long time, right? Like he took, he, he, you know, you know, intentionally took a role back, but is still on tour, did a 45 city tour, sells out, all, you know, two, two to 3,000 people in Alaska, in Japan, all these different places. Um, and so you, y'all do the math if you kind of understand the money that is available. Right to an artist who doesn't really have to, um, you know, chase what everybody is doing. You can just literally be yourself uh, and monetize you being yourself. And so, you know, you know, you know, talk about that, like being on tour, um, you know, how lucrative is being on tour? Like, is it just, all right, now I'm on stage, people know I can spit? 
Or are there, you know, other ways to monetize while you're on tour? Okay, so when you go on tour, uh, obviously you have to do a lot of budgeting. Yeah. Um, and I learned that from my father. He was a big budgeting guy. He always told me about, you know, utilizing credit as a way to offset spending your money as yeah. long as you're responsible with it. So when you go on tour, you have to worry about food costs, you have to worry about lodging costs, and you have to worry about traveling costs. Mm -hmm. uh, when you get booked to do tours, usually you get paid every single show. So you get your set fee for every show. So let's just say I get $2,000 a show mm -hmm. and I'm on a 10 city tour. Mm -hmm. So obviously that's $20,000 guaranteed money that you're gonna get. Mm -hmm. Now I have to think about how I'm gonna get to uh, each city, mm -hmm. right? So. Luckily, again, I am someone who utilizes every relationship that I have. It's not just with music. Mm -hmm. I have friends that work at Enterprise, mm -hmm. and I have friends that work at, 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 at Budget, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, if I need to get a, a luxury van or whatever, mm -hmm. I get the exclusive employee discount. Yep. So now I'm saving half of what I would spend. So mm -hmm. let's say I would rent it for 12 days, that would usually cost something about $2,000, maybe $2,500, mm -hmm. not including gas. Mm -hmm. I would probably spend about $600 on a big van that can hold all of my merch. Mm -hmm. Then I would have to have merch, mm -hmm. right? The merchandise also can offset as quote unquote per diem, mm -hmm. right? So that merch that you that you spend, I mean that you sell at each show, I like to interact with every fan. Yeah. So once I get off the stage, I'm at the merch table. I don't like to go backstage. I don't have someone handling my merch. I like to be able to speak to the people that come to my shows yeah. and I'm able to interact with them. So now it's a personalized situation. Yeah. It's not just customer uh, seller. Yeah. Now it's you know, we have a relationship here. We're, we're having a conversation, we have a dialogue, yeah. we're exchanging information, we're exchanging email addresses, yeah. we're having direct communication on top of being able to sell uh, what it is, the product that they want. So, yeah. I'm, so I'm not only am I getting my flat fee, mm -hmm. I'm also getting the merchandise sales, yeah. right? Now, you gotta think about food and lodging. I also, there's, there's a lot of uh, different um, companies that are out there that you can reach out to that allow artists to be housed in their hotels if you reach out to them at a discount rate. So if you do this, instead of spending $100 or $150 on a hotel, I can spend $50 to $75 on a hotel on an artist uh, uh, discount rate. So these are things that a lot of times artists just don't know and understand, right? And then on top of that, when you're in a city, there are always going to be artists that want, that are trying to get on and trying to, to, to be bigger in their sense. Mm -hmm. So they want to be able to work and do features. Mm -hmm. So then you'd be able to charge them mm -hmm. to do features. So now you're doubling up on the money on that way. And wow. then sometimes they want to shoot the video right after the show. Mm -hmm. And it depends on if you're tired enough to do it or you don't want to do it or do it early in the morning before you leave to go to the next city. Yeah. But it's still extra income that you can wow. make while you're there. Wow. So that's three ways that you can make money on tour as well as three ways you can save money on right, tour right. so you can maximize the possibilities that you can get while you're there. And not only, right, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it a step further. Not only do you maximize immediately, mm -hmm. you also, you know, monetize later because now these fans are on your mailing list. So now when you drop a new project, when you got new merch, this is, this is an email list. You now created a funnel for yourself. If you understand that terminology, you've now created a funnel, right? You, so, so, so for those who don't know, a funnel, Funnel is like, yo, I grab people up in the top and the funnel comes down this way. So now you just, you know, grab all these people and now you created a funnel where you made some money, you know, immediately. 
Um, and then you make, you know, you start making, you know, money, you know, through creating that email sequence. And so now, um, you know, touring, you so you still 2021, still making money um, off of off of music. Yeah. Um, you know, talk to us. So, you know, talk about like your your financial education uh, background. So, you know, I, you know, I remember. I mean, we connected. Um, you know, I, I used to sit on the board of uh, the World of Money. Fast shout out to Sabrina Lamb. Um, and each year, I used to go and you know teach the kids. And you know, my guy Mickey came through, was you know teaching the kids, dropping some bars. Um, and then, and then, you know, you've been very active uh, in the financial education space uh, with, with, with young children. And you even have you know a project you're working on. Uh, you know, talk to us a little bit about that. Okay, yeah. I mean, we met because I went on Flex. And you know, I didn't. Body that joint. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do what typical rappers do and just you know brag about money. I I, I tried to give back and talk about credit. Yeah. And that was one of that was a defining moment for me because it opened so many doors for me in the black financial space. Yeah. Um, us, our connection, uh, obviously, world of money, yeah. and then uh, Kitty Credit, which is a mobile tracking app to teach kids between the ages of seven and twelve on how to you know utilize credit, but instead of like the three power companies that, you know, track your credit, they do it through uh, kitty credit bucks. And uh, these, you know, and so instead, so like, it's all about chore tracking. So instead of like, you have to do your chores in order for your credit score to go up. And if you don't do your chores, your credit score drops. But even when you do your chores or you do great in school and you get all of these great things, you can ask for like a video game. And, but it'll, if you keep asking for too many video games or too many things, your credit score drops. The same way it happens, you know, when you're dealing with real credit. So it's a month to month basis thing. It's available free on the Apple, uh, Apple Store, and it's one of those situations where it's used by parents as well as teachers. And, and it's imperative that we teach our children about credit because it was something that wasn't taught to our forefathers and the people before us. It was something, you know, people were just kind of running away from credit. But I just love the fact that this generation is embracing, you know, financial literacy. And for me, I always wanted to have this thought process of, what is what can an artist do to live and sustain a living past rap yeah. because we don't have pension plans yeah. Yeah. we don't have 401ks yeah. we don't have medical insurance yeah. we don't have retirement plans yeah. we don't have last will and testaments we don't have we don't have any of these things yeah. so we have to set these things in motion and a lot of times artists just think that we're going to always make this money yeah. we're going to always be on the top we're always going to get fifty thousand dollar deals at some point but it doesn't work like that all yeah. the time yeah. and i had to learn that the hard way and once i found out that i can't just rely on this talent mm -hmm. then i had to diversify my portfolio and be able to have money coming in from different ways to take care of myself and my family yeah no i love that i love that and i want you know i want, I want to touch on Kitty credit for a second because I, I I love that concept right so because uh, if you know everybody knows or if you should know uh, that your credit is broken down into five categories but the score uh, it, you know you got Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion but to be able to from seven to twelve you know really kind of model uh, that 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 credit reporting system and showing kids here do your chores and really teaching you about credit at an early age so that way 
after the fact, you know, once you get to older age, you're like, oh, I remember I was doing chores. Now it's a little different. And I love that because majority of people, um, you know, mess up their credit, you know, you know, or they start learning about credit, you know, in college. And then and then, and, and the first time they introduce the credit is when they get them free, them credit cards and then they wind up messing it up. Um, and so I, I, I love that about the app. Um, but you said something that, that I that I that I wanted to talk about as well, uh, which is, you know, you know, artists, right? Not having access to 401ks and pension plans and things of that nature. Uh, because I mean, you know, you know, you know, now that hip hop is older, um, there's a lot of um, you know, some of our legends. Yes who have health issues, like, like rest in peace, Black Rob, like we're watching a lot, a lot of our, our legends, um, you know, go down, like they've, um, you know, made such a big contribution uh, to music, um, but then, you know, might not have, like you said, health insurance even, right? Um, and so, you know, you, you, you talk about, you know, diversifying and, um, you know, doing certain things that, um, can can help you as an artist because the money does slow down. So talk about how you know some of the ways that you've been like investing your money and creating those multiple streams. Right. So I want to start off by saying the hip the, the music industry is the adult version of Disneyland. Mm. And what I mean by that is everything is accessible to you. Mm. So in, in excess of drugs, in excess of alcohol, in excess of women mm. or men if you're a woman and in excess of free things, mm -hmm. from clothing to, I got a free car mm -hmm. at one point. So everything is given to you. Yeah. So on top of everything being given to you, you already, you're getting money. Yeah. And you're just, when, you, when you're young and you don't have the financial literacy, you start to just spend money and do anything because you have it. Yeah. So, in 2013, I had $90,000 in the bank, uh -huh. and I lost all of it. I, I, I ended the year with $4.14 in, uh -huh. in my bank account, uh -huh. and I tried to get a job in 2014, uh -huh. and I could not get a job because I had no work experience. I had been living off of music since 2007. Uh -huh. So we're talking about six years now just living off of music, and now I have no money. It was a very scary place to be. I had some shows lined up so I had money coming in, but then at that point, that's when I said to myself, what can I do to not be homeless? What can I do to offset when I feel like I'm done with rapping that I can set myself up? And this is before I was married. And what can I do to be financially set? Yeah. And I started to do research on my own. First thing I had to do was fix my credit. So I fixed my credit mm -hmm. and that's where the freestyle came from. Mm -hmm. I started to look into real estate and I was like, you know what? I need to own, I need to own something. So, you know, I just recently, you know, I'm, I'm in Atlanta now, so I purchased a condo. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, now I'm looking to get a bigger house next year. Mm -hmm. um, so and what that, you gonna do with the condo when you get the bigger house? Probably gonna keep it. And do what with it? And, and rent it out. Airbnb, rent it out, do you, so, yeah. Whatever, whatever I can do to, to, to make it more money. Absolutely, yeah. So that's one of the scenarios that I'm looking to do. Um, so real estate. Yeah. Um, me and my me and my two boys, um, Aspect and, and Mr. Good Evening, we got into the stock market during the pandemic, yeah. and you know, trying to diversify and, and, and find great 
stocks to to put money in so that it constantly and continuously grows. I think a lot of people got into the market during the pandemic. It was a great time to learn about it. So that was one way of doing it, opening up um, a high yield savings account to put money in that will just grow interest in, in the money. Um, also having a, 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 a pension plan and, and opening up a, a HSA for, for my medical insurance and also two life insurance plans, one for me and one for my wife to make sure that if it, I don't want to go through a GoFundMe situation, mm -hmm. you know, you know, rest in peace to anybody who has dealt with, you know, issues where they had to do a GoFundMe, mm -hmm. but I didn't want that for my legacy. I wanted to be able to have my wife secure if anything would ever happen to me. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a very high policy because I want to make sure she's good because I retired her at 30. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so she hasn't worked a day since we've been married. Mm -hmm. um, so making sure that I have a retirement plan that's constantly money going into it. So whenever I make money, I cut it in half and act like I only made half of that money and everything goes into these different pots and different accounts so that the money constantly grows. Um, and doing constant deals and, and brand ambassading, you know, from Kitty Credit, uh, to brand new waves, you know, I just recently, I just recently uh, did, I'm working on this deal um, with a with a kosher restaurant called Toko Grill. They want to name a chicken sandwich after wow, me. Dope, dope. So it's these things that allow me to be financially fluid. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and be able to 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 get have a chicken sandwich named after me, or or do branding. Um, with uh, Mr. Good Evening, who does directing and, mm -hmm. and, and whatever I get a feature, you want to shoot a video, you have to use my director, yeah. right? Or, you know, my, my haircuts, I go see my guy, Jay Biz, or if I, if, if I want to go to a YMCA and talk, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I make sure to, impl to tell them kitty credit. Yeah. And, and let's, get, let's do a deal with them so that I can get the commission off of something mm -hmm. like that. You yeah, know, yeah, these, yeah. Are, these are different ways outside of music because... Right. At the end of the day, we're not going to be hot forever as musicians. Yeah, yeah. So you have to set yourself up. You know, I'm trying to retire at 45, yeah. and I got six more years to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I love that. And then, um, does it matter if your if if your brand is responsible? Meaning that, um, you know, if I go to your Instagram, do you have Dracos and AKs? Like, does that do, does that uh, mess up the money? Does it help the money? Like, like you know, you know, somebody who's an artist, um, you know, might say, yo, this is my life. Like I, like I, you know, anything is possible. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, talk, talk about that a little bit. Um, because we see, you know, rappers who could get deals no matter what their outside persona is, but from a, um, from a perspective of alignment, um, how is your, you know, uh, brand, you know, uh, how, how your brand looks outward, how does that affect uh, the money? I love this question because when I did the Honda deal, I wasn't the only one who auditioned for the Honda deal. Mm. It was Busta Rhymes, Q-Tip, Wale, Theophilus London, Cuddy. A lot of these artists did it. Mm. But I went in there just being myself. I didn't have a chain on. I don't have a chain on now. Yeah. Um, and I was clean cut and I, I, I was articulate, yeah. and I, I was very um, authentic as well as practical at the time yeah. as an artist. Yeah. And that was what aligned with the brand of Honda. Right. 
Because if you, you can depend on people. I know people who have 10 Hondas that has 300, 400,000 miles on it, right. and it still works. Absolutely. And I'm the same exact way. I've yeah. been here for yeah, a long yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. You can't get rid of me. Facts, facts, you know what facts, I mean? Facts, facts. And I only get better. So for me, I'm looking at this like you can't, obviously, if you're at a certain level, you can definitely, you know, get the deals that you want to get. But I do my best to not have violence in my stuff. I try my best to not have an over um, obsessive amount of, of drug use, over obsessive amount of alcohol use. Uh, I try my best to be a, a, a role model, especially for my son, because I want him to be able to look at my legacy and be like, wow, my father did this, 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 this. He didn't really curse too much. He didn't really have a bunch of women in his videos. He didn't really have, he wasn't really smoking. He may have been drinking here and there, but for the most part, he, he did things and aligned himself with different brands and different entities that was able to you know, that, that was unheard of for someone who didn't have any cosign mm. to get a Honda commercial, to, yeah. to do this and get a chicken sandwich named after yeah. me and get, a, you know, get a Puma deal. Right, like, right. to me, like, I, I, I just look at stuff like that. I don't know about it. I don't know if a lot of artists could have done that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Working with museums and, and align my, aligning myself with Keith Herring, the Keith Herring Foundation. Yeah. You know, these things were essential to my brand. Yeah. And I don't know if I would have been able to do that if I wasn't this artistic vanguard kind of like look where I'm at like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm the first hip-hop artist here yeah, but like yeah. look what I'm rapping about right, you know what I'm saying right, like right. I'm rapping about finance because I I feel like it's important man yeah, like us yeah. as artists we need this knowledge absolutely no I love it I love it take me back right with everything you've been through all of the experiences you have uh, take me back to 18-year-old Mickey Fax, uh, what advice are you giving him? I'm giving him the advice of don't, don't spend money on clothes. Mm. Okay. Because when you get older, the clothes that you wear, you know, first of all, they de it depreciates. Well, unless you hold on to it for years and years and then the trend comes back around. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, don't spend so much money on clothes because you're going to be an artist and people are going to give you clothes for free. Yeah, right, right, right. So I, would, I spent a lot of money on clothes in 2000, 2001, 2002. I was on that Dior wave mm -hmm. then, Prada, yeah. all of that. Yeah. And I, I wasted a lot of money. I was working at a law firm at the time, and every time I got a check, after paying my bills, first thing I'm doing is buying some gear so I could yeah. be fly. Yeah. And that was, a, that was a very dumb decision to do. And I went and got a Bloomingdale's card. Yeah. And, just bugging out, you know, so that I would tell myself not to spend so much money on clothing. And one of the things, I mean, you, you mentioned earlier about having merch, you know, I think that uh, for anybody who uh, wants to make money and brand themselves, I think the best thing is to like wear your own merch, you know what I'm saying? Ashcashmerch.com, right. right? So like, if you are always on camera if you, or if you're an artist, like you moving around, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that... Um, will always be with you. People are always not going to see you. Like, fast shout out to, to, to the Earn Your Leisure fam, right? Um, my brothers always have asset liability on, right? They, You know what I'm saying? Like, they could always, you know, wear anything they want, but anytime you see them on camera, asset over liability. So I think that's another thing is that, um, you know, to that point, right? Like, back then, it wasn't as easy, right? Because back then, like, you had to know 
the African plug. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I mean. It's just what it was. You had to know the African plug. You had to know the person who do the embroidery and all that right, right, right. to get your own brand. Now, literally, you could create your own brand in like minutes. You know what I'm saying? Pay five, ten dollars on Fiverr for a design, and then you know what I mean. You know, go to some type of uh, you know, you know, print on demand spot and kind of do it that way. So I love it. Um, all right, so let's get let's get into some of your business a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, when I went, you know, a lot of times when we, we, we talk to people who are like highly successful, um, you know, kind of want to know what, you know, what, what, what they do with their money. Right. Um, and so when you think about, uh, you know, your journey so far, right. uh, what would you say is the most uh, extravagant thing you've done with money so far? The most extravagant thing that I've done with money. Um, now, when you say extravagant, you mean just like ridiculous. Oh, I mean, whatever that means to you, right? Because, you know, we had a few people who have done, uh, you know, they travel or they've bought a, a Wraith or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's different levels, you know? And, it, and it's really, like, we had, we had somebody who was, uh, you know, multi-millionaire who was like, yo, I really don't spend no, you know what I'm saying, no money. So really is is what, you know, what, what that means to you. I... I'm not a multimillionaire, but I really don't be trying to spend too much money. Yeah. I mean, I think when I was younger, I think the most extravagant thing that I was doing, I ain't gonna hold you. I was tricking, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah, tricking, yeah. man. I, listen, because it was it. listen. Got if you if, if 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 you got it, and you're at a certain level in the game as a hip hop artist, yeah. you're 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 accessible to beautiful women. Mm. And at that time, before I was married, I was just into. You know, dating a lot. Yeah. So I would just, I would just, we would let's go to this restaurant that ain't got no price on the menu. Mm, yeah, let's go yeah, eat. Yeah. Let's go eat at the Guggenheim. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Let's go. Let's go to the top of the Empire State Building and rent this joint out, and it just be me and you here. Like yeah, yeah, I was yeah. doing crazy stuff like that. Yeah. Because it was all about the end goal was always the honey. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's that's about it. I mean, I don't really, I don't. I mean, I went to Miami and I had the Ferrari and the Lambo. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, out there. But aside from stuff like that, yeah. nah, I was just trying to impress the honeys. Like, that's that was yeah. my thing. Yeah, okay. okay. Once I got married, I kind of matured out yeah, and was yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. got to re relax. Right. But, yeah, I think, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I had, I mean, I had a, I had a, a, a three-story house in Jersey. Mm -hmm. And when I did that song for, um... For EA Sports mm -hmm. and I sold it for thirty thousand. Mm -hmm. You know, I had my uh, my manager staying with me and my A and R staying with me. Mm -hmm. So I guess they was out for the day. I went to the bank and I I took out mad bread mm -hmm. and I had they cuts, whatever they cut was. I think one of the guys cut was like five thousand. Another guy cut was like eight thousand. So yeah. I just spelled their names out in, in hundreds <laughs> right, 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 on right, their right. bed like, yo, right, right, right. we did it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I like yeah. to do creative stuff. I yeah. don't like to. I don't like to really wild out, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I got some, I got some one-on-one -on -one Keith Herring paintings in the crib and nice. stuff like that. Nice. But nice. aside from that, like I'm not, you know, I ain't got no chains. I never was into jewelry. This yeah. stuff is what my wife bought me. I don't. Yeah. That's not really my thing. So. Yep, yep. No, I love it. And so, what what would you say is the uh, most impactful thing you've done with money so far? Life insurance mm. for yeah. myself. Yeah. That was the most impactful thing because, like I said, I retired my wife at 30. Yeah. And because she hasn't worked, I don't want her to have that scenario where I lost ninety thousand mm. dollars. So now, you know, whatever if something ever happened to me, she's 
super straight. She's, yeah. she's a millionaire if, yeah. if something nice. ever happened to me. Nice. So I think that's the most impactful thing that I've ever done with money uh, to make sure my, my wife and my son are, are taken care of for the rest of their lives. Yeah, no, I love it, love it, love it. Um, I know that right now somebody's watching uh, who have, you know, probably has a job, has a nine to five, uh, and they're looking to, you know, they 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 have that itch. They want to become an artist. They want to, you know, monetize their their music. Uh, they don't know how. Uh, what if what advice would you give to that person who's currently working who wants to, you know, be an artist and make money from from their art? Um, you got to be dead serious about this thing. Yeah. Um, and make sure you align yourself with people that believe in your 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 craft. Get a manager that believes in you. Get a producer that can craft your sound. Get a stylist that can make sure you dress and, and good. Get a photographer to make sure your videos and your, and your photos are great. Um, hire, invest in a publicist, invest in some marketing dollars. You have to reinvest in yourself. You have to know that the first two years, you're not gonna make any money. Uh -huh. And as long as you understand that and you go hard, you should be okay. I quit my job in 2007, January 17th. Uh -huh. And that was my last day working. I had $10,000 saved and it wasn't enough. You yeah. know, at that time, it, it just wasn't enough money. I, la I made it stretch into like August, September. Mm. But from that point forward, you know, I had to depend on the people who believed in me. Yeah. So I slept on a lot of floors. I slept on a lot of futons. I slept on a lot of couches. I would go, you know, being from New York, Sunday through Thursday, yeah. that's, a, that's, industry, that's industry night. Yeah. So I would go to the, these industry parties and eat for the first time mm, wow. at like six o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Free food, you know? Wow. But during the day, I'm at MTV, mm. I'm at the labels, I'm, I'm, I'm doing ciphers, I'm doing this. But when I go to that event, I'm not going to network, even though I am, but I'm going to actually eat mm. and, and, and drink. So I had to sacrifice all of that to get where I am today. It's a very long journey. And I feel like a lot of times people want to skip these steps, mm. but you have, to all, you have to always just go hard in whatever it is that you do. I know so many entrepreneurs and so many people who took that leap of faith, yeah. but they were dead serious about what they wanted to do. They knew that they can't slack Every day, every minute, every DM, every message, every comment means something. It, it is a potential business transaction. You have to treat it as such because we don't have the dependency of a paycheck. Like I can't, on the first, when the first come around, they now, I'm, I'm not gonna get a check. Yeah. When, when the 15th comes, I'm not gonna get a check. On the end of every Friday, I ain't gonna get no check. Yeah. So I gotta put that extra work in to make sure that money is constantly coming in. So, yeah. you know, my advice to the workers, make sure you're dead serious about this yeah. because it ain't, it ain't as easy as it, is, as it, as it looks. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, obviously, you know, I'm dealing with something, you know, musically right now, you know, with Royce the Five Nine and, oh. My phone is on fire. I went yeah. to bed at five. I had to be here at mm -hmm. 10. Yeah. So that gave me what? Three hours of sleep. Yeah. And I was still able to be professional, be here on time, right. give you bars right. and conduct a, a professional interview. Yeah. I feel like that is a part of the life and you right. have to be dead serious about yeah. it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And then so, um, you know, an entrepreneur right now or artist, right? Who's at that space, they took the leap of faith. Um, and and they, they just don't know what to do, man. They 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 believe in themselves. They're waking up. They're on the grind, but they can't. They, they just can't figure it out. What you know? What advice you have for them to 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 kind of get to that that next level where they're monetizing their gift? Definitely, creating a space for your support system. Mm -hmm. 
you have to be able to collect data. Yeah. You know, I know guys that have less followers than me, but a ton of money because they were able to collect data. Yeah. You, if you have a hundred fans, those are people that will support you. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you have a million followers. You have a million. I know a person who had a million followers that asked me for money last year. Mm. Yeah, yeah, during yeah, the pandemic, yeah, yeah, like, yo, yeah, can yeah. I borrow a thousand dollars? Yeah, yeah. A million followers. Right. So it's not about the followers. Yeah. It's about utilizing the data yeah. to be able to create revenue for yourself mm. on a consistent and constant basis. Yeah. You have to reinvest in yourself. Yeah. You know, I spend about three, four hundred dollars on marketing every single month. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of guys that do, yourself, Neo, I'll be seeing the commercials. Yeah. I know that, you know, you guys, I know why you guys are doing it. Because sure. it, you have to spend money to make Absolutely. money. Yeah. And it comes back a hundredfold. Sure. You know, yeah, you, yeah. You, you put it out into the sea, it, yeah. you're gonna, it's going to come back. Yeah. And, that's the, and that's the thing that people try to skip over. They, yeah. they want to just make the money instead of spending the money to make the money. Yeah. You no. got to take the risks. Yeah. Yeah. No risk, no reward. Absolutely. And the truth of the matter, though, is, is the more you believe in yourself um, and you watch the data, the more accurate, the, the less of a risk it is, to be honest with you, right? So if I got 100 followers, but I know my 100 followers, will they, lo- they love my, my music, they love what I'm doing, uh, and I could put them in a continuity program where they're paying me a hundred dollars a month. That's a th- you know what I mean? That like like that that's that's wait that's not even a thousand. That's a, that's was was that ten thousand dollars right? That's ten thousand dollars a month. So even even if I'm able to get a hundred people to pay me a hundred dollars a month, that's ten thousand dollars a month that you could be killing off of compared to that guy who has uh, or the girl who has a million followers who's like yo let me borrow a thousand dollars right because. Uh, they're just, they're not organized. They don't know who, who's following them, why they're following them. Um, you know, in the, in the, in the words of, uh, you know, you know, the great Pusha T, do you want to be more famous than rich? Right? Like you gotta be able to, um, you know, understand that part. So, um, I love that. All right. So let's go into our speed round, yeah. uh, lightning round where I take uh, terms and I flip them yeah. or oh, we flip them. Um, and then to, to, to make a match. So the first word we're going to say is deposit slip, right? And so a deposit slip, you go into the bank, you put, you know, you, you fill it out, you put money in the bank. But for us, deposit slip inside the vault uh, is when, you know, is a slip up, is a, is a money mistake, right? And so, so far, uh, what has been your biggest deposit slip? My business, my biggest money mistake, my biggest money mistake <laughs> Not selling this penny stock that I had. <laughs> yeah. I had this penny stock. Me and my boys, we had this penny stock that, that did really well. Yeah. Like, we talking a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and niggas thought it was going to keep going up past yeah. four cents or yeah. past a nickel or whatever. That yeah. shit dropped wow. all the way below a penny. Wow, wow, wow. And we, we, talk, we had a lot of money. Like, wow. we had a lot of money that we made and we, you know, we were new to it. So we yeah. lost, we lost, a, we lost money that we couldn't that grab you, that, that you couldn't realize that was yeah that was that was a big Man. money mistake yeah yeah and that and that and that's a that's a good kind of indication you know for a lot of people who are just getting into the into the game uh you really got to study and really got to understand the mechanics right because right. even when we, we think about GameStop and we think about all these these bitcoin all these different plays that people are jumping into right. you got to be able to watch it and understand all right 
Dogecoin, all that. You got to know, you know, when to go in, when to go out, things of that nature. I, I love that. Uh, number two is charge off, right? You, you know, this is a money mindset show. Um, and so, you know, when, when we think about charge off, um, you know, uh, you know, you borrow money from a bank, uh, you don't pay the money back and then, you know, it, you, you know, you get charged off. But for us here inside the vault, um, what kind of mindset did you have to charge off on your journey? I had to charge off spending money using a debit card. Mm, okay. Elaborate. Elaborate. I don't use a debit card anymore. Mm. And shout out to David Shans. Yeah. Why am I spending money with a debit card when I could use my credit card, still be financially responsible, and get free money back? Mm, big bar. Yeah. It's yeah. a big bar. Cash, the cash back is, is they're giving you free money to use their money. It's, yeah. the, it's all about the perks. Yeah. And you're going to pay the card off anyway because the money's in the debit account. Right. So that was a very big, this was something new that I learned about two weeks ago. And I was, I was a little nervous about doing it. Like, yeah. damn, I'm not going to use a debit card. But yeah. it's still the same money. Absolutely. And I'm still responsible and I'm still paying off the bill. Absolutely. So I don't use a debit card anymore. Mm, no, I love that. I love that. And I, that works. That's like a double entendre because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still a charge off. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's a bar. That's, that's a, a bar. bar. That's a bar. All right, last one, trust account, right? So a trust account is where you take your assets, you put it in a trust account, allow it to grow right. and grow and grow. Um, you know, what, what, what's, what's the mindset uh, that, 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 you, that you, you know, you're holding on to, the mindset that's going to help you grow, that mindset that is in your trust account? I would say me trying to retire at 45. Mm -hmm. You know, I think everybody got a number in their head. Yeah. You know, you got a number in your head, your, nice. your crew, my yeah. peoples. We all got a number in our head. I got a number in my head, and I feel like I'm going to hit that number in the next six years. Love it, yeah. And that's what's keeping me going. Yeah. You know, hitting this number. It doesn't have to be liquid cash either. Yeah. It could just be overall assets that you have. For sure. Whether it's property, life insurance, added onto it, whatever yeah. you have in different accounts, money market accounts. Um, so once I hit that number... I think I'm going to be okay. All right, dope, dope, You know dope, what I mean? Dope. All right, y'all, yo, listen, if y'all wasn't taking notes, if y'all, you know, everybody, I know somebody knows an artist in their life, somebody who wants to make some bread. Um, if somebody wanted to connect with you, they wanted to get some more of those bars, where can they find you? Yo, man, hit me up on Instagram, Mickey.Facts, M-I-C-K-E-Y dot F-A-C-T-Z. Also, hit me up on Twitter.com backslash MickeyFacts and facebook.com backslash official Mickey Facts. Also, subscribe to my website, mickeyfacts.com, for all updates and news pertaining to Mickey Facts. All right, y'all. Hey, yo, yo, if you wasn't paying attention, it's not your fault. We closing out the inside the vault, the greatest mindset, money show on earth, with my God, Mickey Facts. And that's it. That's all I got. All right, y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for following us, for, for, for tapping in, tuning in. Make sure you follow us at Inside the Vault on all platforms. Follow me at I am Ash Cash. And I'm going to see y'all next time. Same time, same place. Inside the Vault, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Till next time, in God's will. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.